0: morning, everybody uh I'm back. It's been a while. We're back.
1: Hi. And I'm with Winnie. How you doing mate? You all right? I'm all right mate. How are you? Like, like A nice little nice little break away from our ugly faces is that what it is? <laughs> yeah.
0: Just been working <laughs> leading up to Christmas mate, you know how it goes. Oh, um just... we got we got quite a bit to talk about, but I want to try and cram in as much as I possibly can. Um obviously, I know we're doing a bit later tonight. Obviously we normally have a morning show, but yeah. Here we are in the evening. So uh yeah. Mix it yeah, up a well, little bit, why not? Eh? Exactly. I mean, <laughs> the only place to really
1: start is it's not coming home. It's, <laughs> it's not coming home, mate. You know, there was so so much build up to it. You know, I think just it's, it's just what we do. We hype them up so much. We thought it, you know, I, I did I genuinely thought, I genuinely I did. I thought it was coming home. Um, I did say in previous pods, if we can if we can get past France. Um, when I found out we were playing France, if we can get past France, I genuinely think that's it. We're going to win the tournament because I didn't see anyone else, anyone else stopping us. Um, but as you said, it's it's not coming home, Dave. It's not coming home, mate. It's you know what,
0: right? And it's you are right about hyping us up, and and we we are guilty of it quite a lot. But what I what I will say is. The problems in the last three tournaments, in my opinion, have been Southgate and the decisions he's made yeah. and the timing of decisions he made. You know, against France, between, I think, 50... Well, about 60 and 75 minutes, we were on top. Yeah, yeah. Um, we were all over them. That's the time where you roll the dice. Yeah. You bring on your Rashford, you bring on your Greenish, you bring on uh, the players that can make a difference. You don't bring on Raheem Sterling, who's been at home for a week.
1: No, it was it was crying out for, it was literally crying out for Grealish. Like, I'm a massive advocate of Grealish. I think what yeah. he brings, like, I, I might, I'd, I'd love to see him in a Spur. Imagine him in a Spur shirt, like, oh, mate, Decky it, on one side it, or Son on one happened. side. Grealish, don't, it nearly happened. It makes me sick. I know man. it did, I know, yeah, but Daniel Levy was, uh, was a bit too tight of his money. So, but yeah, no, like, I'm a massive advocate for Grealish and I think, you know, at the time when you can you can draw in so many fouls, there was players on bookings. You know you can you can you can potentially get someone sent off, and and, and you know you can be playing let's say fifteen minutes with them down to ten men or something like that. So yeah. it was it was crying out for someone like Grealish. Um, but my my issue is what I will say is I think um, Southgate is very much like um, I say is very much like Conte, and what I mean by that is the system that they play. And the way they play, so they but they're both they were both defenders when they were when they were playing football. So I think the way yeah. they approach it is defensive style, and we've seen it with Spurs. So you know, we we, we sit back and we we let them attack us, uh, and we very rarely make a venture out of out of our own half, so to speak. You know, we we counter attack when we can, and that's what England do good. But yeah. I'd love to see. And, and, and especially against France, you know, because when we were on when we were on top, we was it was almost as if we were still scared to go, you know, to, yeah. to go forward and press. Yeah, you know? and if we'd have done that, I, I, you know, we had chances, but I think we'd have created a lot more chances, and you know, lo and behold, we could have got back into the game, but it didn't happen. I, yeah, I mean,
0: I feel a bit obviously poor old Harry. You know, he buries the first penalty, and that's harder. Who he trains with every day, probably yeah. practice penalties against him. Every day, yeah. that's a lot of pressure on his shoulders, you know. And he, he buried the first penalty, fair fair play. But after that point, everyone's obviously given him a load of stick online saying, Oh, he's useless and everything else. And yeah, but I think you need to look at the bigger picture. You can't just blame Kane for missing a penalty. No, you know, and the, the fact is, between our first goal and that second penalty, Bakayo Saka missed an absolute sitter. Yeah, you know, the ball was whipped in, all he had to do was toe poke it in the goal and he put it wide.
1: Course. That goes in as two,
0: too, you know. So you have to look at a collective as opposed to just pointing your fingers at, at Harry Kane because he missed the penalty. Now that will haunt him because he'll know um, better than anybody that if we win that game, we probably win the World Cup.
1: Yeah, that's that's a fact. The thing is, and and I, I'm slightly concerned now because I think we're going to get one of two Harry Kanes. We're either going to get a Harry Kane that is sulking. Um, or, and you know, you know, licking his wounds, and it will take a while. Like he was after Man City, you know, when he when he didn't go to Man City, he sulked for a little bit. He did, you know. There's no two ways about it. He sulked, and yeah. he, his performances were were shit. So yeah. we're gonna get either we're either gonna get that Harry Kane, or we're gonna get a Harry Kane that goes, look, I I I'm, I'm, I'm being slated worldwide, probably, you know, on social media and stuff like that. I need to prove a point. I need to show what I'm about. So, yeah. you know, I'm praying that it's the second one, obviously. Um, and, and we get a Harry Kane that wants to prove that he isn't as, as shit as people think he is, because he missed a, i mean he missed a penalty. Penal- is a it's a fifty-fifty chance. Like if he'd have missed a six, I mean, it's different. It but he didn't
0: Let's not sure it was a shit penalty. Um, Horrendous, yeah. Very un Harry Kane like in the way that he approached it and struck the ball. He didn't even pull his, like, he normally does that thing where he pulls his socks up, takes a deep breath, and then he didn't do any of that. No, he just spotted the ball down and then just whacked it as hard as he could. And obviously, you can't do that. And it is unfortunate that it was him. um, But I do think the criticism of him is difficult because you're playing against your club captain who you've played with for the last 10 years who knows yeah. you inside and out. He knows what you're going to do. It, you know, it makes you second guess yourself in, in that scenario. So I, I don't believe that the, the criticism has been fair um, because I mean, the, the guy's England's record goal scorer yeah. level with, with Rooney, you know, and it, it just, it just annoys me that people can't see how good he is. And I feel I mean, I'm de- I defend Kane so much. A lot of my... I'm in a group chat with a few mates and they all can't stand Kane. They think he's overrated. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like the stuff I've had to read over the last week since since the France game, I'm just sitting there like yeah. you have no idea. Like, he's unbelievable. Yeah. He is absolutely unbelievable. But I, d- I think we'll get a good Harry Kane. I think you will come
1: back with a point to prove and he'll want to it will want to prove, prove himself. I think so, too. I actually do. I, I do think, you know, because a load of people, you know, the pundits have said, you know, this will haunt him for a very long time. And, yes, it will deep down. But I've just got a feeling this time he's not going to show it. I think he's going to put he's it gonna, right. he's show it in his performances. Yeah, exactly. That's the type of player that Harry Kane is. But what I will say, that was the first time, that second penalty, that was the first time I've seen Harry Kane nervous. Like, he's normally, yeah. <clears throat> he normally oozes confidence. Yeah. Like he when he's stepping up to a penalty, you look in his eyes and you're like, he's not gonna miss this. You just know he's not gonna miss it. That second penalty, that was a different Harry Kane. One. Yeah, I mean like Hindsight's a he wonderful didn't thing. His
0: everybody's socks. saying Yeah, I mean Hindsight's a wonderful thing. Everybody's saying, Oh, we shouldn't have taken the second penalty, blah blah blah. I can guarantee to you, there is not one person in England when Harry Kane stepped up to take that penalty that yeah. thought he's gonna miss this. No, I know what you mean. Nobody would have thought that. Because no. there have been, it's Harry Kane. He scores penalties. That's what, you know, he's very good at them. So, you know, it is what it is, but I think we'll get a, a better. Hugo, second World Cup final. Yeah. In eight years.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's, it's, you know, it, it's, 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 it's just Hugo, isn't it? This is, this is a, a keeper that we've watched for so long now. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's sad. He's coming to the end of his career. Um, you know, it's, it's, he's, he's had a lot of criticism this season and, and, and pre, you know, maybe last season as well. Um, but he is really, and I, and, I, and Spurs fans do it as well, slating, but I think he is, you know, he's Mr. Consistent. I just wish, you know, that we got the, 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 the France Larice because I actually watching this tournament in particular, they are two different players. Now, oh, I, don't know massively. He, I don't know whether that's because he's got France in front of him as opposed to Spurs, maybe it's a psychological thing. I don't know. But the france Larisse <laughs> and the spurs Larisse are two completely different people, mate, like Jacqueline He's, Hyde, he's
0: so much more commanding
1: in a French shirt.
0: So much more commanding. You know, and he's great he takes in his feet as well. of Yeah, that's what I mean. It's <laughs> weird. It is, it's so weird. It's like, I'm happy for him. Um, obviously, yeah. he is coming to the end. I think people know my thoughts on Hugo and the fact yeah and it's time to to let go a little bit and bring in someone yeah. new um from what from watching this world cup mate Livakovic would be I'd be snapping up straight away for Croatia yeah. I think he's unreal mate he's one of them players that I've watched in this world cup before jesus
1: we've had a croatian goalkeeper before though and it didn't work very well so oh, I know oh, I know I can't, even, what, what was, I can't even remember his name what was his name uh
0: was it Pleti? That- was Was it?
1: Was it? Who was it? Was it Plei Yeah, Kossa? yeah, Ple- yeah. Ple- I think it was Pleti Ple- Kosa. So yeah, <laughs> he was dreadful. He was dreadful. Yeah. So hopefully, yeah. You know, watching that Croatian keeper, he looks. He does look. He does look like the business. So, I mean, we said. We wanna, said this. That,
0: on
1: yeah, go gone. Gone. On. No, go no, I, what- I was just going to mention about the cult, the keeper situation. Me and Luke mentioned this. Um, uh, I think it was the last pod. Um, and recently there's been reports um materialized about um Emmy Martinez from <laughs> Argentina and obviously Aston Villa respectively oh, really? so, yeah 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 and there's there's, there's quite um, there's quite solid there's quite solid reports now whereas when me and Luke were talking about it it was just rumors whereas there seems yeah. to be it seems to be gaining some traction so i mean Emmy Martinez what a replacement i think for Hugo Lloris by the way so if that does happen i'll be very very happy
0: yeah i i would be too i do want to um what i was going to say was um, we've talked a lot about obviously England and France and everything else, but if I had to say to you who are your, if you looked at the tournament as a whole yeah, and you looked at the three players that really stood out in this tournament for you personally, who would they be? Wow. What a
1: question. Um I mean, oh, let me think about it. I would say what from just in general or from a Tottenham perspective? From a general, in general. In general. Yeah. Just in general. That is. Oh. Do you know what? Let, let me let me go for you first and I'll think about a few because you put yeah. me on the spot there. I'll think about so, that. You tell me yours and then I'll have a my think. My
0: first one's obviously the most obvious one is Moroccan Amrabat. Okay. I think
1: right, he's been yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Unbelievable, this tournament.
1: Um I also think Richarlison. I was going to say Richarlison but I don't know if I was if I was like blinded by the, the goals that by scored, no, he, he scored. No, mate. He's been
0: very, very good for Brazil. Yeah. It's not the Richarlison we see in a Tottenham shirt at the moment. <laughs> um, and, and the third one is probably Enzo Fernandez.
1: Yes. To Argentina. Yeah. He, he, yeah. He I has think I good. Mean, those
0: three, I mean, I've watched as much as I possibly can. And those yep. three players, I mean, you get honorable mentions like Juranovic for Croatia, the fullback, and obviously yep. Hakimi and, you know, Bellingham, etc. But those three for me, I think Richarlison leading that line for Brazil, you noticed it when they went out. Who would they go out to again? Who was that, sorry? Who did Brazil go out to again? Uh, it was Croatia, wasn't it? Cro- yeah, it was Croatia. Yeah, um, yeah. When they went out to Croatia, Richarlison wasn't fit. Yeah. He had a knock, did not he? And he they did. just didn't look the same team. They no. looked, you know, lost without him. And from a Tottenham point of view, that's really good. I mean, I'm gutted now he's injured till February.
1: It's um, it is it is, a, it is a bit of a shitter. It is a shitter because I I, I felt as though on the back of this tournament, because he's had a good tournament as you say, I thought he was yeah. going to come back to Spurs. He was going to get his opportunity in the team because you know there's people coming back from the World Cup. People need rotation. I thought this was going to be his chance to try and you know stake a claim in the team, but it's not going to happen yet. Unfortunately, I still think he will. Um, I'm a, you know a massive believer in Richarlison When we were linked with. Um, Gabriel Jesus, Rafinha, and Richarlison. I said to Luke last week, he was the one that I wanted, Richarlison. Um, yeah. because I think his overall package, you know, exceeds everything that the other two could bring. So, yeah, it is a shame. Um, but you know what, we, we, we've just brought him. Um, it's plenty of time for him to get in the team. He ain't going anywhere yet. So, no, and uh, and
0: it just seems to be a thing with Tottenham that whenever players they don't really have. That bad injury
1: records. They come to Tottenham and they made a cardboard all of a sudden. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I don't know what happened. <laughs> people, people mention our medical team. I don't know. There must be like monkeys or something, just like all bouncing <laughs> around the medical room. I don't know because they are horrendous. You see, you see players like out for one week and then next thing you know you ain't seen them four months later. You like what's going on? Bro?
0: Skippy's Which a prime he, example of that.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. He and he just is. kept his injury just kept reoccurring, 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 getting worse. Then all of a sudden, the you know part of his you know uh, I think it was part of his ankle bone had detached. He needed surgery. It was ridiculous. Yeah. There was, it was just it just kept worse and worse and worse. But maybe maybe it's just a thing. Maybe it is just a thing. But we just see it through the Spurs perspective and don't see it from another point of view. I don't know, but it's not good.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's not great, and I'm hoping that obviously it will, it will improve because obviously losing Rishi for six weeks isn't ideal for for Tottenham because we do know if Kulu. You know, son has been off form, and if Kane yeah. picks up an injury, we're in trouble. And we're going to need to strengthen in January, and that's what i you know. When we when we come to the end of the show, that's my final talking point: is January yeah. and what we should yeah, yeah. go for. Um, and another honorable mention of players that I would pick up in this tournament: Gavardio. Like yes, God, I was going to say.
1: Yeah, do you watch him today? He, I, I do. You know what? I haven't watched him today. I must admit, um, but yeah, I've watched. him was so good. I've watched pretty much every other game with him, and he has been—he—he he is the player. Like, imagine—you know, Dyer's had his his critics, but you know, he has been largely solid for Spurs, um, yeah. moving back into that centre back position. So, I—I I propose this: Eric Dyer in the centre of a three with Guardiola and Romero either side. What a defence that is! Because we've got we'll have we'll have Dyer in there, Marshall in the two. Because he's very good, with, he's very good with his mouth. Dyer, isn't he? You know, he may yeah. not be great right. at football, but he he certainly can control a defence. That's one of his yeah. credits, one of his strengths. So him, you know, Maybe that's getting, getting now, clipped up. You
0: know that, don't you?
1: Ah, oh, mate, I've I've made myself.
0: Dyer oh, is very good with his mouth.
1: That's getting clipped up, mate. Yeah, but <laughs> he's, he's good with there. his mouth. He's good with his mouth and <laughs> shit with his feet. But yeah, no. Yeah. Him, him, marshalling Romero and Guardiola either side. That would be that would be amazing. So, I'd like yeah, to see
0: that. I mean, I think I think he'll end up at Chelsea personally, Guardiola. Yeah, um, yeah probably. That's what. That's where he'll end up. But I mean, we'll see. It, it's it, it's it's time will tell. I mean, obviously Spurs. We've got a pre-season game. I think Wednesday.
1: Yeah, think against Nice. Is, nice. Is, yeah, yeah. I a... mean, well,
0: not. I say, I say pre-season game. It feels like pre-season. Yeah, mid-season, I know what you mean. Mid-season friendly. I mean, I, um, I don't really know what to expect from that. A
1: lot of players you know, aren't going to be there. Just touching back on, um, I've just thought of two players um, sure. that, that stood out for me. Um, one of them, which is which was obvious anyway, um, is Messi. I will say yeah. that. There's, you know, anyone that that doubts Lionel Messi is a fool anyway because he is, and this is the big debate: the goat Messi debate. Or, Messi or Ronaldo? Uh, what 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 are you? Who who's the goat for you?
0: So. So for me, neither of them are the GOAT. Right, OK. Uh, Maradona's the GOAT for me. Um, oh, yeah. But okay. in the Messi-Ronaldo debate, I've, you know, I'm not one of these people. I think people can get too wrapped up in the Team Messi-Team Ronaldo. It always seems yeah, to yeah. be like you like one but hate the other. Yeah, I appreciate both like players, yeah, but definitely. I've always been more Team Ronaldo. Yeah, yeah, OK. I don't know why. I, just, I think he's done it in more countries. His goal-scoring record is yeah, better, yeah. etc. But if Messi wins this World Cup, yeah, that would get me more towards, more towards Messi for sure.
1: Yeah, I was saying with uh to one of my friends, um, who was having this debate yesterday actually. If you want someone, um, that's going to score you a goal in the last minute, whether it be a 30 yard screamer, whether it be a towering header, whether it be a bicycle kick, you're picking Ronaldo, Ronaldo's yeah. your man, but Messi just has something about him. Um, like i could watch him all day like yeah. the ball the ball like it's glued to his feet yeah um but yeah so messi stand out obviously um and i i would love to see him win this world cup now it's not going to be england obviously um yeah. another player and we mentioned him last week and we was kind of giving him a bit of praise which was weird because it, we probably shouldn't be in a spurs show but with saka i've gone into this tournament um looking at saka thinking he thinking he's dog shit you know i i've never rated him really i always thought he was very overrated yeah um, but i must admit going into this tournament having watched him you know i've watched every england game obviously and watching him in detail because he started quite a few of them i can see why people think he is the, you know the this this so-called generational talent that he is i wouldn't say he's anything yeah. special yet but i can certainly see what he brings so the two that stand out for me, definitely uh, uh, Messi and Saka. And there's other honourable mentions that you say, but they're just people that that you would expect to be good, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. and um, Obviously, I don't want to talk too much about Arsenal, but I think they're a big trouble now. Jésus is injured. Um, that's, uh, that's a yeah. worry for them, mate. Could be out for the rest of the season. There goes their title challenge, which is absolutely well, fucking amazing.
1: We'll see now. We'll see because... You know, I, I don't like to wish injuries on people, but yeah, I, I'm, 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 I'm quite excited now to see how if they. Anyone, if anyone,
0: if you want anyone to get injured in that Arsenal team, it would have been him.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um I, And like I say, I am interested to see what they're going to do because they're they're either going to capitulate or they're going to just maybe get through another way. I don't know what they're going to do because I don't know what other players they've got to replace him with. I don't think they've got anyone. So. And Ketia. And yeah. You know, I, I'm, if, if, if I've got Nketia coming up against Spurs, I'm not going to be too concerned. So, no, this will be either. interesting to see.
0: No, I completely agree. So, just I want to go back to that Nice game. So, what, what, what's kind of what do, what's your kind of expectations? I mean, obviously, we're going to play see a very weak Spurs team. Um, like, yeah, you know, I imagine. Um, well,
1: I think, I think what we're going to see is we're going to see, um, largely, um, uh, an 11 of first teamers so to speak and what i mean by first teamers i mean people like Davinson Sanchez um Doherty Spence i mean people that are always involved within the first team squad the youngsters will be will make up the bench largely i mean yeah it's it's going to be it's going to be Kulisevsky. we're going to see we're going to see Brian Hill we're going to see yep. Skippy we're going to see Basuma Harvey White i think he's done yep. himself a bit of he, credit he's i haven't watched the games but i've watched the highlights and Looking through um, Tottenham Twitter, I think he's been doing quite well, um, and he's always a player that's he's always been part of the mix. Harvey White, every preseason, he's always yeah. out there, whether it's in America, like Stephen Corke, really, yeah, he, yeah, we just can't get rid of him. But Cork, the, the, Corker was one because he was he was absolute dog shit. But I think <laughs> Harvey White, yeah, Harvey White, there just seems to be you know there is I think there's a player in there. He looks like when I've seen him, he looks very technical. He looks good, but. It's just going to be players like that that make up the squad, and then when the, the the rest come back from the World Cup, players like Harvey White will be back to back to the bottom of the pile. But you mm-hmm. know, I, I think I think I mean, what Do- Do- Doherty scored like three goals, hasn't he? I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. he's doing well, Doc. You know, exactly. <laughs> he's obviously there's. It's a difficult one with with Tottenham's right back situation because obviously everyone knows what I think about Emerson. Um, yeah. I don't hide the fact I think he's dog shit um, yeah. I don't think Doherty's much better
1: No, um, I, but he's the better the too
0: Yeah, I think Spence I don't know what he's done or said to Conte <clears throat> Or what's happened there But he can't get a look in Maybe he's one for the future, who knows um, But it's, it's going to be interesting I mean, I do like seeing the youngsters getting get games Because I feel like we've let a lot of youngsters go Mark Edwards, yeah. Dylan Markande. You know, last yeah. thing I want to do is see players, you know, like White leaving. I, w- I do want to see him in- integrated into the team a little bit and, and given a shot. Um, but yeah, I don't really think you can expect too much. I mean, a lot of people are worried about Tottenham losing players, obviously, when they come back from the World Cup. I, I yeah. don't think it will happen. I think Hugo will get five days off and yeah, then he'll yeah. be back. He'll be back for, for Boxing Day. Um, and I think he'll just have to suck it up a little bit and and, and get on with it. Kane loves obviously get a week off. Pit Romero the same. I don't, I'm not sure we'll see yeah. Romero first game back. Um, he'll, well, he'll probably get injured again. More than likely. I made a paper, isn't he? So, well, <laughs> you know, what is the Tottenham and Argentinians? They all seem to get injured. Lo Celso, <laughs> was bad. he was terrible. He was always injured.
1: Yeah, his injury record was horrendous.
0: Yeah, so it's—I don't know, mate. It's you know, it's it's one of them ones, isn't it? It's a bit of a a bit of a nothing game that I'm not really that bothered about. Probably the right, the right.
1: Yeah, it's it's literally just you know, it's just keeping people like Brian Hill, keeping people like Skippy. He's been really good, apparently. I know. I've heard
0: Brian Hill, and you know, a few weeks a few weeks back, remember Luke asked me the question. You know, in a few years' time, Champions League final. Yeah, would you want Brian Hill to start? And I was like, Yep, yeah, there's a player there, mate. There's a player
1: there, 100%. And what I love as well is, um, you know, all the the time there was uncertainty about his future when you know he was whether he was going back to Valencia on loan, whether he was going back to Valencia permanently. We were trying to tout him out to different places, all the while he was still posting things on Instagram. Um, of, of training in his Spurs stuff, he was he was like um, posting on there. Come on, you Spurs coys. The bloke yeah. seems to just like Spurs and love the team that he's at. And I, I think, like I've said before, it I think it's echoed in we we, we seem to have a really good like team morale at yeah. the minute. Now, whether that's something that Conte has built or whether it was always there but we never really saw it because people like um, like Mourinho would bring the spirits down. I don't know, but you know. Brian Hill, I think he scored against Motherwell. They had um, there was another game they played. I think it might have been someone like Peterborough under twenty ones behind closed doors. I think he scored again. So he's he's scoring goals now, and you know it's not just by luck. I mean, you know he's got he's got um, Kulisevsky feeding him and people like that. So do you know what? I think this is this is the problem with Conte, and we've said it loads of times before. we're up against it. It's nil-nil. We're drawing or we're losing. There's 20 minutes left. Stick him on. Yeah. Just stick him on. What's the worst he could do? Do you know what yep. I mean? And look at that cameo against, um, was it Frankfurt? I think it was Frankfurt at home, wasn't it? Yep. He had a little cameo there. He looked brilliant. See, I'm a, I'm a huge hit. I understand the.
0: I get people think he's weak and everything else and he needs to toughen up and strengthen up, but he's young, mate. Yeah. He yeah, is yeah. a very young player. Um, yeah. You know, it's, you got to give someone like that a bit of time and allow him to adapt properly. I do think there's a really good player there. And I do think in a few years' time, we'll start seeing that come to fruition. Um, yeah. You know, so he's one that I, I'm very, very happy to see playing and playing well. Um, I don't want to keep you too long. because Obviously, I know it's a Saturday night, but I've got a couple more things I want to talk about. Um, yeah, yeah. Number one being Antonio Conte. Okay. So the contract rumours are back. Yes, I don't know if you've read much about it. Is he going to sign? I've, start I've, I've read,
1: that? I've read a bit about it. Maybe not in detail, but I've read, you know, like you say, they've they, they've surfaced again, etc. So, what do you think he's going to do, personally? Um, I think he will extend his contract. Um, I think I've again, I think I've spoke about this in the lot in the previous couple of weeks somewhere. Um. I think he, you know, we all know, we are all aware of his record of where he where he leaves clubs after a certain amount of time, after two years or whatever it is. Um, this is the first time that I think he knows that he's got a proper project. Yeah. You know, he's gone into teams before and he has transformed them. He went into Chelsea when they finished, I think they finished like 10th or 11th in the yes, Premier League.
0: Still unbelievable.
1: Yeah, of course they are. And he turned them around and won the league. He'd done the same with Inter Milan. But we're talking about teams that have got so much, you know, so prestigious, they've got so much history. They've got a lot of backing. Um, This is the first time where, so you know, it's kind of expected that he would go in there and turn it around. If he didn't, then, you know, he'd probably get questioned as a manager. So this is the first time where he's come to a team where it literally is a project. We don't have billions and billions of pounds to just throw away. He's yep. got to build it up from the bottom. We've got the foundations. We've got the good foundations. We've got a, a, a beautiful stadium, one of the best training facilities in the world, definitely yeah. in Europe. Um, and we've we've got that nucleus of of good players. This is like I say, this is the first time I think where he's probably looking at this and going, do you know what? This is like it's almost like he's playing like football manager, you know, and you have yeah. to kind of, you know, you don't, you don't just you don't just play games, you have to just build it from every aspect of the club. Yeah, I and, and I mean, I'm completely with you. I, I think he'll stay.
0: Uh, and I get a lot of stick for saying that from my, from my friends. I've got, obviously, Chelsea. My main group of friends, so there's Chelsea <laughs> fans, Arsenal fans, and United fans. Uh, yeah. And their opinion, they're like, oh, he's he's, he's not going to stay. He's, he's going to leave. He's going to leave you high and dry. Another manager not win nothing with Tottenham, blah, 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 blah. I'm actually of the opinion, same opinion of you. I think he'll view Tottenham as a project. And provided he gets hears the right messages from the board, the right yeah. message from Levy that he's going to get the backing that he wants, and he's going to be able to build the team that he wants to have yeah. in this league, he will stay. And I think we could end up keeping him for about five years. A lot of people think that's mad, and that you know that I'm mad for saying that, but I generally believe that he'll stay at Tottenham. So I do have a question for you based on that. That's one right. I've seen going on Twitter. Who's more important in signing a new contract right now? Antonio Conte or Harry Kane
1: that is, a, that, that is a great question so if
0: I let me think about this I'll put it I'll put it on the pod as well I'll ask I'll ask our Twitter fans on 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 Twitter I'll put I'll put it as a poll as well but I want to get your opinion on that
1: so I'm gonna say I'm gonna say yeah I'm gonna say Antonio Conte um, right, right. pure right so a couple of reasons. Um, Purely because I think the whole, you know, the whole debacle about Harry Kane going to Man City last season. Yep. um, Yeah, I was gutted, but there was a part of me that had, you know, that had come to terms with it. And I thought, you know what? There is life beyond Harry Kane. Yep. I don't want there to be, if I can help it, but there would be life behind Harry Kane. We've got such an array of attacking talent like for you know i know he's injured but we've got we've got we've got Richarlison that can come and play a center role we, you know yeah. the amount of money we would get for harry kane we would be able to replace not replace him but we would be able to find a suitable replacement yep yeah. and the problem with that the problem in the past is you know people will say well you know spurs aren't attractive you've tried to get players previously and you you failed because they don't want to join spurs no they don't want to come and play second fiddle to harry kane that's the reason exactly. why <clears throat> that's the reason why we haven't signed we, if we if we went for let's uh, this is probably a bit extreme but if we um if we if we got rid of harry kane um and we went let's go do you know what Lewand, lewandowski do you fancy coming to spurs you'd be the focal point of our attack we're in the champions league premier league new challenge i genuinely think someone like him would be would would do it I really well. Obviously, you, you look at it, uh, Juve at the moment. They got all their big problems. They're to have relegated. We're going up with Lahovic on the cheap. Well, you know, that's so. what I'm saying. Someone, someone like him. You know, we were we were massively. We were, we were very. I'm, I think we were very close to getting him when he was leaving. Um, yeah. When he was leaving previously. So, do you know what? I think yeah. So Antonio Conte, because I think what he brings to the club. I know Harry Kane brings a lot, but you know he brings a lot. Harry Kane brings a lot to the team. I think Antonio Conte brings a lot just to the club in general. Um, yeah, yeah. And I I, I, the reason why I say that as well is I'm interested to see what he brings in terms of a transfer window. Because we have really you got want, to you see... You want to hear
0: my, my prediction about what's going to happen in the next few years at Tottenham? Go on then. So I, I've thought quite in-depth about this. What I actually think will happen is Conte signs a new deal. Yeah. I think Pochettino takes the England job. Um, yeah, South decides to leave. I think when Conte comes to the end of his cycle at Tottenham, I'd imagine it would probably be just before, maybe just after the Euros, maybe two, three years time. Yeah. And then I think Pots comes back to Spurs. That's my, that's what I generally believe will happen. I think
1: Pots. Now OG- I'm, not, I'm not just saying this just, you know, just for effects for the pod, 100%. I, I had this same conversation the yeah. other day. Um, I would love to see that happen. I mean, I I I'd, I'd love to have Conte as my club manager and Pochettino as my as my country's oh, manager. At imagine the time. That.
0: That's ridiculous. Oh and man. I genuinely
1: I genuinely think Pochettino would be a great fit for the England job anyway. Yep. Um a few people i spoke to about that wouldn't like him um because he hasn't won a lot of stuff, etc. I mean oh, like yeah, that's 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 the, the same the same shit that gets recycled every time you mention the name Mauricio Pochettino um so yeah no do you know what I, I would love to see that if that if that's the course for this club bring it on because I'm all for that I loved Pochettino yeah. I loved him and when you know when we were linked with him again we were linked with him and we were linked for Conte I was like maybe it's a bit too soon for Poch to come back while we've got okay. someone like I linked because Conte is huge but when he comes and it, there will be an end to Conte hopefully it is in about three years time etc after the next major tournament Um, And by that time, maybe Pochettino can come back to the club like a European winner.
0: Rejuvenated. Yeah. yeah.
1: So So, I'll ask you the question again. One answer then.
0: Who's more important to Tottenham in signing a contract right now? Harry Kane or Antonio Conte? Antonio Conte. Antonio, I agree completely. I will put this up as a poll on the pod. So get involved. Let us know your thoughts. Who do you think is more important? in signing a long term contract right now for Tottenham Conte or Kane.
1: Yeah. Uh, I
0: want to touch on I want to touch on a bit of transfer talk before we um we switch off for the night mate if possible. Obviously wow. January is fast approaching Christmas Eve next week. I know. You know a week later it's the January transfer window. I'll be honest I can't stand the January window. I think it's, it's always a shit one. Uh, it's, it's, it's so much pressure and so much squeezed into such a small amount of time um that it's always it's always like that
1: but last january we got kulu and Bentancourt. exactly what do you want i would love to see um and i think it's it's, it's it sounds silly but it's probably just going to be echoing from the last window i would love yep. to see an attacking player in there in terms of midfield yeah the problem is we don't play a formation that's that fits an attacking midfielder i get that but i'd love to i would personally would love to go right do you know what? Let's chuck forty million. Let's have a, Let's chuck forty million at Leicester and go. We'll have Madison, Madison, please. Yeah. And just see, just see what they say. Test the water because Leicester—they're in that much uncertainty this season. You know, they, they were a club that were always consistently up in fifth, sixth, seventh, etc. Center back and right wing back. A yeah,
0: it has. I was to, sorry to pop you Sorry to cut you off short there, Winnie. Yeah, um, yeah. Has you are big up. Has I haven't spoken to you in a while. He did a show with me a few weeks back. He's spot on because that's what I yeah. was thinking. Carry on, carry on with.
1: Yeah, no, um, yeah, literally. So I would, I would, I would chuck a lot, not a lot of money, but I'd chuck some money and, and test Madison's resolve because I think he's due um, a move to a bit. I say a big club, no disrespect to Leicester, but Champions you League know, club. a bigger club, yeah, a Champions League club. Um, and I think we could fit him in our squad definitely. Yep. Um, well, you think you look at it for Leicester? He's been playing off the right, really, hasn't he? And, and, and do you know what? He's, he's, he's almost, you know, he had a bit of a bit of low form, but he's almost rejuvenated this season yeah. because he's scoring, you know, he's scoring goals week in, week out, and uh, you know, effectively, it got him a, a call up for for the World Cup. So everyone's talking about right wing back now. I the reason why I say I'm happy, I say I say I'm happy with what we've got. I'm not happy with what we have got. However um i feel like i i i I think spence is the one i really do i think he's shown it when he was at forest um so i think spence is the one i think we need to just play it and play it and play it until we've got no choice but to play him because if we signed if we went out like we were linked with denzel denzel dumfries is it yeah and pedro poro they're the two aren't they cool so yeah um that's that's a good point actually denzel dumfries i've watched in this tournament pony mate he's pony He's no better than what we've got. I Royal genuinely two, believe that. Royal Mark too. Genuinely believe it. I saw, I can't remember who it was against it. I think it was a knockout game. It may have, did they play Croatia at some point? Um, sure. who did they I don't know. Out? Anyway, I think it was a knockout game. No, they lost
0: to Argentina, didn't they? So the other side of the group. Cool. So, yeah, so it would have
1: been. It would have been
0: um, no, they would have been Croatia.
1: I can't even remember that, mate. I don't know why. It's but... been that much, but yeah. So there was a point where they were one nil down, anyway, um, and and you know they were trying to get back into the game. It, it probably was Argentina, but they were trying to get back into the game, um, and someone's ran down his left, you know, the left hand side, his his side of the pitch, beat him in the box, and he's just absolutely clattered him, so brain dead. Like you're one, you're one nil down in a knockout game. You need to get back into it. We we don't need someone like him. Pedro Porro, yeah, I, I, I've I've watched him. Um, I, I've watched him extensively, but I've seen him especially when he played against us. Yeah, he is a player. He is a massive player. I don't know if he's. Oh, this sounds stupid. I don't know if he's if he's Conte's ideal fit.
0: Is he physical
1: enough? Yeah, yeah. That's the problem. They I do don't know. If,
0: talk about that. They don't know if he's a Conte type player.
1: Yeah, I can. I look at him and I go. I would love to see him on the right hand side. Like, I think he'd be a perfect fit for Spurs. But I don't think he is a Conte fit. And that's what that's ultimately what I think it will come down to. And also, yeah. I, think, um, I think I think I don't know. Obviously, I don't I don't know where he's came from, etc. But I think I'm assuming what I read was correct. Is Man City? I'm, I'm assuming that's where he came from eventually. At yeah. some point, yeah. um, They've got um, like a thirty million buyback clause. Yeah, so they'll get first refusal, but they're not going to want him. No, but um, I think it would be sensible for them business wise if they was to just activate it um, and then sell him back on because they'd probably make 20, 30 million yeah. on him. But yeah, I know what's, what what's 20, 30 million to Man City? So <laughs> yeah, That's what I mean. <laughs> um, and yeah, another, like echoing what has said, um, another centre back. I would like to see it. Yeah, exactly. yeah, I think I think that's
0: for me the the crucial positions. I know you obviously I, I am a believer in Spence. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think any no, games no. really this year. I think he'll be loaned out in January. Yeah, um, that's my personal opinion, and I do think we will sign a, a right wing back. Um, and the other position is centre half yeah. because when you look at our centre halves and you look at what we've got, you know, you've got Donkey Sanchez. Um, Benjamin turning circle of a semi truck, Davis. Um, you know, it's like it's like calamity, Sue, mate. Watching our watching our team when Dyer don't play or Romero don't play, yeah. You, you kind of look at the lineup whenever either any of them not playing, and I see Sanchez or I see Davis and in the starting lineup, I'm like, ugh, makes me cringe. You know, yeah. And so I do think we need to sign a centre off. I think Gavardio will be going somewhere a lot bigger than us now. Yeah. He'll go right to the top, um, so it's going to be interesting to see who we who we get. I mean, obviously the, the talk about Bastoni, but yeah, he's not really played for Inter. They haven't really played no. him this year, so I wouldn't want to go and drop seventy million on him.
1: No, no and do you know what I don't I don't think he would cost that much anymore. I think I ra- I'd rather
0: good. get Skriniar from there, mate. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Because obviously you know, we've been linked with him a lot. I've yeah, been.
0: I'd rather take Skriniar <laughs> over Bastoni personally.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, um, I agree.
0: But for me, me, if I if I give you three players right now yeah. to, that we would sign, do you know what? And this is going to sound like a mad shout. I'd take Harry Maguire.
1: Mate, I, you, mate, yeah. Right. Do you know what? I had this debate with my dad. Um, I say I had my debate. He mentioned it actually during the tournament. Um, he said, Harry Maguire, because there's a lot of uncertainty about his future, he went, i take him at Spurs. And I was like, oh. Do you, do you know that- what it is, right? <laughs>
0: Do you know what it is right now? I've never been a Harry Maguire lover, really, but he's so limited in what in that United system and how they want him to play. He's yeah. not a high press, you know. It, you know, wants to sit on the halfway line type of defender, mate. If there's ever a Conte defender out there, it's Harry Maguire.
1: It's Harry Maguire. Yeah, he
0: plays like an Italian centre half. He wants to sit deep in a yeah. in a free clean up mess play the ball out from the back and just sit in exactly how Tottenham play. I'm telling you now, if Tottenham could get him for 40, 50 million, I'd take him all day long. I was
1: just gonna say, that's what I was gonna say. I was gonna, I was gonna question that with how much would he cost? That would be yeah. the concern.
0: United know they're gonna lose money on him. They don't play him. You know, they'll take they'll take a loss. They'll take a 30 million loss, 40 million loss, no doubt about it. But if he kept became available, I don't care what anybody says, Maguire... Dyer and Romero is a yeah. good back three, mate. Yeah. Obviously, you have to look to replace Dyer eventually, but for now, that's a good back three. That's solid. Yeah, and a lot no, of people I agree. saying that, but I, I generally think that Maguire is not suited to United style of play. Yeah, you know, he looks awkward and he looks clumsy at times playing for United. But you watch him play for England; he's a rock. He's solid. Yeah, yeah, he—he he, like,
1: is—he's the first name. He's the first name on England's team sheet. Bar England, Kane, England, bar England.
0: England, sit in.
1: Yeah,
0: you know, and that's what that's what Tottenham do. We yeah. sit yeah. in and we let teams come onto us. So, yeah, personally for me, I'm going to shout it, mate. I don't care. He's going to be clipped up and posted. <laughs> I would take Harry Maguire at Tottenham. If yeah. I had to give me three players that I would sign right now, it would be Pedro Porro,
1: James yeah. Madison, and Harry Maguire. Mate, just right. Just imagine, yeah. Just imagine that's our January window, mate. That's, that's unbelievable. <laughs> oh, that would that's be unbelievable. That's exciting, isn't it? If that's if that's our window, mate, we are we are cooking.
0: You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna post another poll up on the on the Twitter page. Would you take Harry Maguire at top?
1: That's a great shout. We yeah, yeah it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see what other people think because I I'm hundred percent with it. You obviously are. it would be interesting yep. to see what other people think, especially obviously Spurs fans, because that would
0: be just okay. I think that's pretty much it, mate. Um, I haven't got very much more to say. I mean No, a... I
1: mean let's just quickly before we go, um let's quickly touch upon um the Brentford game. What what are you ah, Yeah, of course,
0: of course. I forgot prep the real football returns in just over a week. Mate, I'm
1: I'm do you know what I'm I'm genuine. it feels like. I'm yeah, yeah, it feels like you know, when you have that pre-season buzz, you know, when it gets <laughs> so the back end of preseason, you get close yep. to the premise starting. That's what it feels like. Um I'm I'm absolutely buzzing. So obviously it's it's with the first game back as well. I think with are 1230, uh, 1230 on boxing day. Yeah. So with the with the early kickoff, what, what are you expecting? I, I... um I'm
0: just putting a ticker up quickly. Hang on one second. While, I we're, think... while we're talking about this.
1: Yeah, on, what what you expecting? Let you answer that first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I think it, it it largely depends on what condition our players come back in, you know, in terms of the players that have that have gone far into the tournament. If we can get, you know, because like I said there is uncertainty on Romero starting, there's uncertainty on on Lurice starting. I think, you know, they'll have sufficient break, they'll have sufficient time away. The, the one, the one questionable, questionable part is um, the eventual winner of the World Cup, whether it's Romero or Lloris, they'll want to go back to their home country and they'll want to celebrate, they'll want to, you know, do all that. So that's the one person I think um, would be the 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 uncertain one, whoever that is. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a it's a, first game back. You never know what to. It's like the first game of the Premier League when it's the very first game. You never know what to expect. Do you? <laughs> Sorry, mate. I was dropping the <laughs> You never know what you never know what to expect. Um I am I mean it's a way as well isn't it? Am I, is that is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, so I'm expecting a tough game. Um I would have if it was during a season and the games were coming thick and fast anyway. Um so do you know what? I'm 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 going to I'm ex- I'm not what I'm expecting, but I'm going to say we're going to come out and we're going we're going to shock a few people. I think we're going to put a good performance together. We're going to have a, a, a Kulu who's had um you know a pre-season a bit, yeah a, yeah, yeah. a, yeah. a cooler with a pre-season um because he is dangerous mate you know like i've watched him again and I, I see clips of him when people clip kulisevsky you know when they, they have like um like a, a reel of his best clips and stuff like yeah. that you see him do the do the rounds on twitter he is yeah. some player he's yeah. so good so yeah i'm expecting us to i'm expecting us to turn up and shock a few people
0: yeah so i, I agree um Again, sorry, I forgot. You know, it's the World Cup's been that nuts in mid season. You kind of forget that yeah. football's coming back. But exactly. was it nine days till? or it's Yeah, nine long days. Long. Nine days till Boxing Day. You know, and it's Tottenham are back. You know, and that's that's great news. I you know, I I I think Loris will play. I'm not sure Romero yep. will play. Um, um I, I'm the same as you. I, I think that Conte's had a bit of time to work with a lot of players now. Um, and that can only be good. You never know, we might see a different Emerson Royale come Brentford. I mean, probably not, but <laughs> he's had a few weeks to work with him one to one and whatever else because he hasn't been picked for Brazil. Um, I'm you know what, sorry, sorry
1: to cut you in. I think what you've said there is actually quite, quite a good point. Um, he's had he's had Conte's had the time to work with um players that are on the fringe of the team. Yep. Don't get in, people like your your Brian Hill, um, your your Basuma, your Skippy, your Spence, Doherty. Um, Docter, yeah. So I think it can only make us stronger, surely, because you know, because we we we've got a starting eleven who are, in my opinion, we've got a very good starting eleven. It was always our squad that was lacking. Yeah. So if our starting eleven can come back fighting fit and fighting strong. And also, you know, our, our fringe players have now got confidence because they've been working with Conte one-on-one and they've been playing games together. Um Maybe, maybe that's the key. Like, that's a very good point, what you said. Like, our fringe players have been getting games now and maybe they will get the confidence to, to you know, to compete with the first team as when they come back from international duty. Yep.
0: yep. No, I agree. Um You know, and it, it is a good point because that one-to-one training they'd have been beasted for a few weeks, no doubt. Yeah, of course. You no, know, So it'll be, it will be interesting to see how we get on. I want to get your score predictions for Brentford.
1: I'm going to, you know, like I said, I think we're going to turn up and shock some people. Um, I'm going to go for 3-1. I think we're going to go 3-0 up. I think we're going to be quite convincing. Again, got to give the opposition a goal because we are Tottenham Hotspur. We will give people chances We'll probably make a mistake and they'll score, but I think we will be convincing it overall. So, yeah, I'm going to go 3-1 Spurs. I'm going to go Luke Predictions.
0: I'll go 4-0 Tottenham. <laughs> I think we're
1: back with a bang.
0: You know, I, I never give us a clean sheet. It's quite no. harsh and quite critical. But we've had a long old break. I'm feeling a bit more refreshed about Tottenham. Yeah. A bit more positive, not as miserable as I was before the World Cup. <laughs> so... Yeah, I'm I'm going 4-0 Tottenham. I'm going big. You never know. Um, but yeah, I think that's pretty much it, everybody guys. Um, thank you for tuning in. I, I don't think we're back next Saturday, it's Christmas Eve. I'll be very surprised if we do a Christmas Eve. Yeah, I wouldn't Eve. have thought I wouldn't
1: have thought so. Um, um we'll, we'll, so we'll obviously you. we'll come back and the next one will be will be hopefully a, a positive one where we've absolutely smashed Brentford. Thanks, Brentford.
0: Yeah, but I wish you all a Merry Christmas. Um yeah. from me. From Luke, who can't be here. Obviously, Winnie, yourself from Winnie. Um, And we hope to see you all soon. Um, Yeah, other than that, have a lovely
1: Christmas. And And come 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 on, you Spurs.